Welcome to the Lumber Ghost Mysteries, Episode 3, Season 1. In this episode, everyone wishes they had marshmallows. For more information, please visit actualstorypodcasting.com. And now, let's go. with everything being haunted has managed to manifest in our band name. Hey, uh, this is Chance. I'm the slacker, and I'm super into finding out what the heck I took out of a dead teacher's hand and I'm holding in my sweaty paw right now. I'm CJ, and I'm a young provider, and I'm wondering if I'll actually get to hang out with my friends. This is Cliff, and uh, I just got a couple words for town. I friggin' told you so! I knew it! It has been 20 minutes since you have escaped from your school. The fire department has run hoses through the main entrance and the fighters are rushing in and out. The police have set up barricades and are doing their best to keep parents and rubberneckers away from the building. Principal Brump regained consciousness a few minutes after you wheeled her outside. She stumbled around for a few minutes before some very insistent EMTs ushered her into a waiting ambulance. Teachers and administration officials have corralled most of the students in the far parking lot and are reuniting them with friends and family. CJ's grandmother was among the first to arrive. She grabbed his hand, found CJ's sister Julie, and threw them both in the car. Not far from you, Tommy Isaacs has been cornered against a school bus, trapped by three members of the press. From where you are, you can hear one of the reporters loudly repeating the word hero as Tommy looks for a way to escape. The five of you have been corralled by a police officer. When she started talking to you, she was smiling, now she looks like she has a headache and is pinching the bridge of her nose. Martha's Vineyard only has 10,000 year-round residents, so chances are one of you knew this officer before today. So my first question is, who knew her and in what context? I knew her. How do you know her? I know her because she, uh, she came when some kids were tearing up uh, the merry-go-round. The, they were the trying to stand on the horses. The flying yeah. horses, yeah. Uh, when I was working, uh, my boss called the cops because these kids were standing on the horses and throwing stuff. What's her name? Oh, her name is Mrs. Miller. Or Miss Miller. 
Or Ms. Miller. I don't know. I didn't get no, that part. Officer Miller. Or Officer. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> Miss Officer Miller. Okay. Yeah, she usually doesn't really care what I have to say. I don't feel like she trusts me. Because I think kids standing on horses is funny. What are you going to do? Does she have a distinguishing feature? Yeah, she's got a limp, which I don't even know you could have that and be a cop. We think maybe she got shot, or maybe she got stabbed, or maybe she had polio. Like, <laughs> we have no idea. I try to ask her every time I see her, and she's not <laughs> super keen to talk about it. So it's probably something terrible. Okay, Officer Miller holds up her notepad and says, All right, all right, stop, the four of you, just stop. And can you please start again at the beginning? Tell me what happened. Okay, Ms. Miller, Ms. Officer Miller, we've got a band. <laughs> and it's going to be awesome. Like, you need to know that. Full stop. We may need protection soon. Good point, good point. Yeah, right? Yeah, no, I see that. You want to know what the name is? No, I want you the to tell me what, what happened in the school. Please tell me... Uh, I'm, Can I tell you the band name first? You said just, just tell from me. the beginning. Uh, that we, we, it's called Lumber Ghost. She pinches the bridge of her nose again. <laughs> all right, so, so, Officer Miller, this is what happened. Uh, we I play bass. We went into class, and we were wondering where our teacher was because he wasn't there today. And then uh, we had this substitute that no one had ever seen before, but she collected all of our papers, and... Then she tried to strangle the principal, and then the fire alarm went off, and the kids all got in the hallway, and we were trying to get everybody out, and had to put her up on a cart and wheel her out. Jump in anytime if anyone else wants to add to the story. Oh I mean, I also just want to point out that she did steal our papers. Yes, she did. She and so them. we have to get them back, but that. Phaedra has hit most of the points and I mean she did strangle the principal. She passed right out. It was But weird. we definitely right we should file a missing papers report. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Is that can a thing? That Officer Miller, can we do that? It better be if it's not if it hasn't been before now, it is a thing now. And and what did you say the, the woman's name was? Was it Ms. Crenshaw, you guys? I can't remember. I, be I believe so, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Now, did, did she say m Miss or Mrs.? Uh, I think she officer. said Miss. Miss? Miss? I think she said, didn't she say Miss? She, she said, honestly didn't. She didn't seem like the marrying type officer. No, no. <laughs> like, yeah, she you was don't... wearing pants and flats. I know. Well, yeah. What's so that about? about? Pants. Pants. So, <laughs> is pants. Officer, so is Officer Miller, but I mean, she's always wearing well, I mean, she's... That's a uniform, a, though. Police. Yeah, Pants see, and flats. I mean, different. No pantyhose. What is the... I, I don't know what's going on. I thought this was 1984. Yeah. Substitutes in school always wear ugly long dresses. You know that. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was weird. And are you saying that you think that uh, Miss Crenshaw started the fire? Did you see her start the fire? No. She was in the room with us. Okay. Yeah. She took her so, but she might not have been working alone. That's true. That's true. Also, the boys saw some other stuff when they ran out into the hallway after the fire started. Well, you know, honestly, Officer Miller, we were just uh, we were just basically attempting to assess the danger of the situation in its entirety and just try and we found ourselves uh, having to lead a group of, of second graders out. Um, you know, fortunately, we fire drilled you know, uh, as the state mandates on the regular, which is really a, a wise thing that they have us do because we knew exactly where to go. And that is ultimately what got us to usher those children out into the street and to safety. And uh, so I think really the issue here is, is less about um, what went badly, but what went well. Where are those uh, reporter guys anyway? Weren't which they you, third graders, not second graders? Uh, you know, smaller ones. Yeah. Okay. I was so pushing you, a cart. Now, I, I heard she flips through her notepad. I heard that, that was... Tommy Isaacs that saved the children. You're saying you saved the children? No, we told him to. Tommy doesn't do anything without being told. That's true. He's, he's nice, right. though. He is nice. 
but sort of deer in the headlights. He was just kind of like just having a, a call and response moment. And we're like, snap out of it, dude. Get the kids he, out. He also checked to make sure that the principal was alive because he knew how to do that. That's right. But we yeah, had to tell him to do that, too. Another state-mandated institution, uh, the, the Scouts. Very, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big believer. So now can you describe what Miss Crenshaw looked like? Well, slacks and flats. Yeah. Uh, what did she look like? hair, didn't she have long stringy, she, like sort of dishwater blonde hair? All, all the subs do though, usually, right? Mm. None of it really. Um, you know what? I, I, I can't really get a clean draw on her face right now. Glasses, I can't remember. Plastic frame glasses, maybe? No, no, you're thinking of Bailey from WKMP in Cincinnati. I think just that her eyes were always really wide, like she was uncomfortable or super surprised all the time. Okay. Big eyes. She had big eyes? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, She writes down big eyes. Like far set. You know what I mean? Like like you're not quite sure where she's looking, left, right? Yeah, fetal alcohol syndrome. Like the, the really thick. No, we learned about that in, from science. Well, I'm in it's a different, different science class than you, I think. <laughs> I drew pictures of bugs. Because <laughs> I was in I, family life. No, I got all the kids with the wide set eyes in my science class, actually. <laughs> the... So she didn't have glasses. She, you don't remember her hair? Her, she had long blonde hair. Is that what you're saying? Like dark dishwater blonde. That's what I remember. Like it's like stringy too. But yeah. She no looked... one else remembers. I, yeah, and she looks really, really, really pale. Like yeah, what's the sunshine? Pale. I don't very know. Pale? Yeah. Okay. Very pale. Big eyes. Long, stringy hair. Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. Dishwater blonde. I don't think that's a color. It is. It's what color my hair was. Dishwater is gray. Yeah. Isn't it? I preferred to say honey blonde, but people would say dishwater. I would think dishwater is different depending on what you've recently washed. You know, if it's full of corn dogs, then it's grease water. That was her hair. Grease water. Grease water. (laughs) That was what it was. She had greasy locks. I remember now. Can you all roll grit? With a target of three. Seventeen. Oh, I should have. T- I didn't get it. <laughs> oh. I got a two. But thanks two? for the play-by-play. <laughs> Seven. Well, I could have spent a token Gritty. and just did it, but I think oh, I'm wow. lucky. Yeah. I got My a- name's Chance. <laughs> I rolled a four. Four. Okay. I got a seven. Okay. Phaedra, you are... It is a, a surprise to you at how comfortable you are commanding a conversation with a police officer. You feel like you could probably uh, get something out of this conversation you rolled so well. Um, Chance, there's something about this that really makes you just not want to be in this conversation anymore. Maybe it's because she like is looking at you suspiciously. Maybe you think that she, I don't know, thinks that you did something, maybe you didn't. You're taking a lot of this personally. You're not holding up well to this intense grilling. <laughs> About hair color? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I think I'm probably nervous because uh, I've got one hand in my pocket with the thing I took out of a dead teacher's hand. Mm. So okay. maybe that's starting to uh, to wear. That is That is a reason to be nervous around the police. Yeah that I had forgotten about until I stuck my hand in my pocket. So, Officer Miller, um, I I guess I'm the best at telling you what happened since no one else was, you know, chiming in, but can can you tell us anything at all? I mean, I know you're not supposed to. I I know it's like totally against the rules, Hmm. but we would really, you know, we just don't know what happened and we're so worried about our teacher, Mr. Lyman, and, and everything is just, We'd just really like to be calmed down a little bit and know what's going on, Mm. please. She looks sort of around a little bit to see if anyone is listening. She says, all right. Thank you, Phaedra, but you have been very helpful. You've you've given me a lot of information to go on here. What I can say is that we did get a call that the office was on fire. 
that uh, that seems to be where the fire originated. Uh, the office employees don't seem to know exactly how it started. Uh, I think I can say that safely. You know what's strange though, that after the dance, we know something happened. We got some calls. Up. Were you at the dance? Oh, maybe you can help me with this, Phaedra. We got a call that there were cherry bombs thrown into toilets. Did you know anything about that? I left early, so I, I didn't, like, I don't know much about that, but I did hear some people talking about plumbing issues. Um, but that's, yeah, I, I really don't know anything about that. And I, I don't know, if, if any of you kids hear anything about this, I would love to know more. Uh, we got a call around the end of the dance that something like that had happened. The first officer to arrive on the scene sort of cleared the place out and then just shut everything down. And then the school didn't ask us to investigate or go through any of the, the plumbing issues. There haven't, hasn't really been an investigation into who might have done it or anything. So I don't know if you, I'm personally curious about, about that, if anything does seem to come, if you, if you learn anything about that. We will definitely tell you, Officer Miller. Anyone else? Uh, I'm ready. I guess we could start an investigation right now. You want me to go? Because no, I can go. The building's on fire. And... Do not go in there. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, you're losing evidence, not me. All right. Well... Thank you, Phaedra. You have been very helpful. <laughs> Thank you very much, kids. Uh, I have a lot more to do. You, you're all old enough. Did you? If you rode your bikes here, you can just go. Uh, just go right home. You'll be notified about, I guess, whether or not school will open tomorrow. Who knows? She turns and walks away. Limps away. And she does. She does. She has a. She limps away with her odd limp. Uh, so you guys, there are still, there's firemen, there's police officers, there's, um, members of the press and kids sort of like screaming and parents mad about what's going on from where you are. You probably have a few minutes to have a hushed conversation before someone randomly walks by. Well, guys, if there's no school tomorrow, we can just like rehearse a whole bunch. We could, but does anyone have any like clues or hints? You know, what about Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, let, check this. I'm going to pull, uh, I'm going to look around, make sure we're alone now, and pull out whatever it was in my pocket. So from your pocket, in your hand, please be a human bone. It is not, it is not, it's not a human bone. It's a little smaller than an egg, but it's a little oval shaped. It is brass, and it looks like, I want to describe it as like a Reese's peanut butter egg. That's the thing that comes to mind. Um, <laughs> but um, so it's, it's about... 80, it's 82, right? Yeah, it's about that size. A brass item that on the top looks like there's a little clasp that it could be worn around the neck. To investigate more is probably a brain's roll, right? I'm going to say that this is a difficulty of six. Don't you we'll... make jewelry, Vader? I do, yes. Does this, does oh, this if, look like homemade, home-crafted or something? So, Chance, you have the first option at at examining it because it's in your hand. And okay. depending on where you are, you might hand it off to someone else if you chose. Um, I'm going to flip it and see if anything's on the back. Uh, roll brains. Oh. Target a six. Oh, that's a ten. Oh, you exploded? Nice. Oh, yeah, um, I exploded. This is just like bowling. This is super impressive. All right. So you recognize this right away as being two things. Uh, the little clasp on the top right away remind, uh, makes you think that this was probably a necklace at some point, that someone wore this. It's definitely old. There are symbols that look like they've mostly been worn away. Maybe some old Roman... Uh, Roman numerals uh, circling the back. The top is a little bit curved uh, and it is fairly thick. It's probably uh, the digit of your pinky thick. First digit of your pinky thick. And because you rolled so well, there's a little button uh, right under the clasp that you see. Oh. Hey, you guys. Uh, there's a button on this. Do I push it, and does that make demons come, Cliff? 
What's uh, going on? I'd have to look at the, the carvings on it, but I would say maybe we want to shelf that thing till we're not like out in, the, out in the open. Man, I'm feeling a little exposed here. Okay, yeah, you should push it. <laughs> Don't you think? Uh, there's too many people here and the and the fire engines and the would you, Would you rather have demons come with like firefighters here or without firefighters? What if we just like go around behind the corner over here? Fair enough, you make, a, you, you make some okay. good points. From where you are, you could walk towards the bike rack. While not secluded, there's not really anybody there now. Let's do that. We were told to go get our bikes and ride home, so it wouldn't be suspicious either. Okay, so start yeah. unlocking our bikes while yep. we talk about this. So as you start to walk towards the bikes, Chance, Molly runs up to you from across the parking lot. Because your sister oh. also goes to this school. That's right. <laughs> she does. Um, your your concern for her was palpable. <laughs> chance, Chance, are you? Hey, Molly. And she gives you a big hug. She's like, oh, I was so yeah. worried. I didn't see you. Are you okay? I was worried about you too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm cool. I'm cool. Everything. This is crazy, though, right? I know. I I was so scared. Dude, well, here, come stick with us. Stick well, with us. Dave's right over here. He asked me to come to come get you. See you, dude. Okay. All right. And uh, I'm I'm gonna take the the pendant and hand it to Cliff. Gotcha. All right. We're gonna put a pin in this so you get back, buddy. Because who knows what Dave would do if he found it? <laughs> well, you know, probably. Yeah. So I'm I'm getting out my little my little quick notebook and I'm putting down the chance that only displays human emotions relative to discussing Dave. <laughs> Filing that away. Okay. So since we got time, ladies, you want to, uh, I, I got my Walkman here. You got, you ladies have some cassettes or something? We could, we could swap some music and talk about it. Yeah, I got my list here. Here we go. Kelly, did you bring anything? I sure did. What did you bring? Hey, guys. I bought, I brought an album called the Replicas by the Tubeway Army. I brought uh, an album called Computer World by Kraftwerk. I brought the second release of The Golden Age of Wireless by Thomas Dolby. You know and... they make records in America, right? <laughs> My dad used to travel a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and I brought uh, Joy Division's Unknown Pleasure. That's what I got, you guys. Wow. wow. Which, which, it's a bountiful bouquet. Which, which shall we listen to first, I wonder? Is the building still on fire? Yeah. <laughs> no, you cannot have uh, these. No. <laughs> Damn it. Note, <laughs> n- no, note to self, Kelly really is kind of smart. I may be 12, but I know some things. Uh, at this point, Molly has pulled Chance uh, up to the police line, Dave is on the other side, being very respectful, not coming over the uh, the police line. When you get close enough, Chance, Dave says, "Oh my gosh, uh, one of your teachers was telling me that you rescued a bunch of third graders from the burning school." Oh, yeah, me and my buddies. That's amazing. That's fantastic. Uh, well, Are you okay? I mean, they're third graders. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, we're fine. We're you didn't fine. Get, you didn't get smoke inhalation or anything like that? No, nope, didn't see anything weird, nothing like, it's, it was cool. What you've done, like something like that, just saving kids, and you saved the principal too. I saw, uh, I saw that uh, they were saying that you guys were the ones who brought her out of the school too? Oh, well, you know, it's not every day you get to throw your teacher on an AV cart and bumper car around you know so we, you know we're just taking advantage of the moment he kind of laughs like that sounds hilarious i wish i could have shoved my principal around on an av card it was that's, pretty cool dave yeah. it was pretty cool <laughs> that sounds amazing listen we I, also got to watch our school burn uh, which is that's awesome that's like being in a movie <laughs> yeah a good one too yeah <laughs> this is dave um, your mom called me because I was at the I was at the work site um, when she heard about this. Uh, so I came over. I'm going to bring Molly home. Um, looks like you're with your friends. 
Uh, so I'm not gonna, you know, you did something great today. You should be really proud. I know that we're all really proud of you. Uh, tonight, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna take us all out to dinner. We're all gonna go out to the wharf. The wharf is like a really good seafood restaurant. Oh. Um, she's like, so I'll tell you what, just like, come on home in maybe two and a half hours or so, and we'll all go to dinner. My treat, my treat, this is amazing. You did something you should be really proud of. You're really brave today. Okay, Dave. Uh, thank, I, I can't wait. Thank you. Thank you, Dave. Thank you for being you. You're a good kid. <laughs> Thanks, dude. And then, uh, and then I'm gonna, yeah, I'm Molly gonna takes his hand and they walk off to his pickup. <laughs> so, are we watching him just cringe on the sidelines? Jeez, dude, I think he wants to date you, not your mom. I, well, you know, he's gonna take us to the, you know, get fish and chips. It doesn't have band aids in it like some of the places around oh, here. So, you're, that's cool. You're going to the Michael Dorn, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the wharf, man. So, that's cool. That's he says I'm a hero or something. That's kind of, yeah. Are we heroes? Good. I don't know. What's the value in saving third graders anyway? They'll expect us to save second graders next week. That's how it works. That's how they get so, you. So, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe we'll get some tots you, out of it tomorrow. You know, I was thinking about something, though. It really is sort of like, I mean, it's pretty epic that this would happen on the, like, the basically the, the day after we decided to found our band. I mean, what are the odds? It's kind of like it's ushering us in or, or, or something, you know, like like a really awesome metal omen. This is band legend stuff. You know, sometimes there's kind of a theory of thought that, like, basically the people you meet in life are just sort of like uh, the actors in, in your starring role, and these people just had to get smoke inhalation and Dave had to wet himself over you and whatever it's all because they're touting uh they, they actually are making this awesome psychic battery for our debut show it's still gonna happen I, I feel it people are you know what we'll work that grief angle oh we'll come together as a thing and it'll be amazing we'll unite as a thing and listen to my guitar we haven't yeah. even practiced any at all, and you like you're in his, planning in, our tour. In Cliff's it. mind, he's already played this show. He's back <laughs> in the green room. Bands okay. formed in places like delis and stuff. We didn't. We formed a fire. Fire. Yeah, but well, we like, formed in the music room. And you know what? The the story now is we formed in the in the ashes of tragedy. <laughs> That's the first game. <laughs> I guess I just It's a bad wish... thing for Lumber Ghost. Come on. To be yeah. Kelly pulls out a notebook and writes, School Fire Heroes? Question mark. Song name? Question nice. mark. Oh. <laughs> you keep track of all the new songs. Underlines like it that. three times. Kelly's good for keeping track of that. Because <laughs> we had some good song names last time we were talking about it. I guess I just wish nobody had to die to start our band. That seems like a bad omen, right? Well, yeah. But, you know, can't make an omelet without breaking some eggs. I guess that's true, man. I am, trying, I am trying to put a sad face on this, but I'm just, I can't. Dude, let's, let's go practice. Phaedra, can you roll brains? Target of four. It's a roll to determine how quickly you need to get away from Cliff in any capacity whatsoever. Three. Oh. So you, you had a sense that maybe there was something around... Uh, you like you had like just a weird feeling that you should sort of look around that maybe someone was looking for you, but the fog is still pretty thick, and it's hard to sort of see out past the the crowd of parents and police and things. But there was a sense there for a moment where it's like, oh, is there something I should be looking at? I don't know. So now, Phaedra, you did not ride a bike to school today. My dad's uh, assistant took me to school today. Right. And Cliff, did you walk as well? Yeah. Okay. So Kelly's got a bike. Chance has roller skates. Does anyone know CJ's combo? I, his bike's right here. Mom will bring him I, back I, for I, his bike later. I just, alphabetically, I'm looking through my thing to my little notebook. And there it is, yes. Uh, I think I remember it. That seems like something you would know because you're proficient in researching local lore. 
Or that he keeps <laughs> detailed notes on everyone he hangs out with. I've gotten really good at like just this. I have this like little tiny version of the big book, and I just kind of take it. I can pull it out of my sleeve at any time. It's like, mm, there it is. Cross indexed. Yes. Roll, like, just to confirm you can open it and that's it's uh, the current combination. I've got seven of them. What would that be? That would be grit. Roll okay. a grit target of five. As he is rolling that, Kelly, Phaedra, Chance, roll brains. As you're hanging around the, uh, the bike, the bike rack. Got a four. Five. Nine. That was a four on the... Yeah, he must have got a lock when I wasn't looking. Now you can spend an adversity token and realize that you were just fumbling it a little wrong and that was the right number. Okay, how much do I want his bicycle? It's going to be a long walk without it though, huh? Yeah, okay, I'll do it. Okay. You have spent an adversity token and that uh, unlocks. There it is. The rest of you, what did you get? Seven. Uh, five. Nine. Nine. <laughs> Kelly, maybe you see this because you're undoing your bike. You're unlocking your bike and taking it out. But there's something on the ground near one of the bushes uh, next to the school. And you can't quite make out what it is. It's kind of brown, but it definitely caught your eye. And this is an area where the fire department and the police are not active. So you guys, in theory, could... I mean, if you, if you went and hung out right next to the wall, someone would notice. But you would be able to get there and back without someone grabbing you. <laughs> guys, I'll be right back. There's something over there I need, feel like we might want to take a look at. Okay. Oh, cool. Yeah. We'll just sit here and watch our school burn. <laughs> uh, do, you, do you walk with your bike? Yeah. Okay. You, so I don't trip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sad to see someone with a walker at that age, isn't it? <laughs> um, and did all of you, as you were running out of the school, did you bring your backpacks? Oh, no. definitely. Definitely. Kelly definitely has her backpack always. Chance and, uh, I, yeah yeah Cliff did Chance did not Phaedra did not okay so Kelly oh no the still life of my calculator has burned <laughs> inside of Phaedra's backpack <laughs> oh no well it's not you know our room wasn't on fire the office was on fire so maybe our room is safe okay Okay. I seem, I seem to recall Radio Shack had like this handy policy where they would like for students you could you could hand in old unworking things like calculators and stuff and they would hand them right back to you and I'm sure you were on like the frequent flyer mileage with them, so you're, you'll be all right. But that's her I picture. Don't, that it's a drew. picture I drew. I don't think they're gonna take a half burn. Oh, I'm. I, yeah, no, you're right. I, <laughs> I didn't hear that. Part. I mean, Kelly might try. Can you give me a new picture of this? I would like. You know, wait, I have the picture in my back pocket. I was saving it with me, bringing oh, it. Oh yay! So I could oh, it later. luckily. Oh, it's safe. <laughs> luckily, it's French, in your pocket. Friendship. <laughs> oh yay! <laughs> okay, um, so Kelly walks off towards the school a little bit. Do the three of you do anything in particular? Well, Chance I'm, is back with us. Can we need yeah, to I'm like, give him the the, the thing back thing yeah. again. But now and Kelly's yeah. walked away. We didn't promise anything to Kelly. We don't owe her anything. But I had an idea about the writing on it. Like, you could take a a paper and a pencil and, like, scratch over the top of it so that you could see there was a relief, you know, where, you know, if it didn't show up anymore. Maybe it would show up with you. There you go. There you go. Or I could take it over to... Well, because it's... it's, is not something that I've uh, recently been watching any detective m- movies or anything where they do that yeah. kind of thing. So. We haven't seen Bloodhound Gang since we were kids, Phaedra. <laughs> one contact. They talked about it on there. I was thinking we could actually just dip it in a little bit of uh, just India ink and then just wipe it off, and it, it would sit. The ink would settle in the low areas, and we could then read the inscription. But that might mess up the button. Okay. I was just thinking we open it and run. <laughs> 
I like, he is a man of action. I like his, his Like action. throw it away, throw it in front of us, back up. <laughs> okay, so as you're debating this, <laughs> and Kelly has, uh, is almost at whatever this object is, uh, from behind you in the parking lot, Holly suddenly appears through the mist and runs up to you guys, grabs Phaedra by the shoulder and pulls you aside a little bit and says, what do you think they're doing? What do you think who are doing? I mean, this isn't familiar. You don't think this... And she kind of looks around. It's like, you have to call me, okay? I. And then from the parking lot, there's a guy who like looks a lot like Holly, maybe her dad sort of like yells out, Holly, let's go, we have to go. And she just looks at you and says, you have to call me. I think I know what happened. And she runs away through the fog. Okay, I'll, I'll call you. Roll me brains, Phaedra, target of 20. <laughs> My brains is a D8. I have eight though. Oh, so I get to roll again. Oh, boom, boom, boom. Uh, and a seven, so that's what, 15? You, you okay, need so it kind of sounded familiar, but you don't know what she was talking about. Kelly, on the grass uh, in front of you on the lawn is a brown wig. Um, are there any sticks anywhere? I won't touch it. <laughs> is it um, dishwater brown? <laughs> um, I think there's probably a stick. Okay, I grab a stick and I poke at it, and then try to like lift it with the stick. It could be a clue. I must collect it. <laughs> I think that it takes you a minute <laughs> <laughs> to get it balanced on the end of a stick okay. and raise it off the ground. We all know. We all know clues are round. <laughs> But it does it does seem like the length of Miss Crenshaw's hair. Armed with a wig and some knowledge, I head back to the group. <laughs> with the wig on a stick? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And, and she bike. comes back. Oh freaking gross. <laughs> you guys though, does this look familiar? It does kind of look does. stringy dishwater blonde hair. Uh, well shoot. That weird lady was wearing a wig, so and she was near. She was hanging out near our bikes. What's that about? Well, it was over by the building. It wasn't right next oh right, right, right. I mean, she ditched the wig and ran off. She so... did. She could be in that crowd right now. She could be in that crowd right now talking. We can't see through the fog, so. Right. What do you think Holly was talking about when she said she knows something? Think maybe she lit the office on fire. She's wild, dude. Holly Renard is so nice. At least the Holly I knew. Wait, is she saying that she's seen some other school catch fire due to an <laughs> incendiary device going off of the office? <laughs> no. It's, it seems kind of familiar, but I yeah, can't imagine. I want to know where you've been that this has happened before. I know, right? I do too, but I can't remember. Um, I mean... Can you stop gesturing with that horrible thing because it's... <laughs> Kelly puts the wig down. Thank you. <laughs> uh. Hey, you, you guys, quick question. Yeah. Do we tell the cops about fire and brimstone and evil things? No. Or is that no. like... No. Well, we should tell say, them about the wig. But can you push the button? Come on, quick, before someone comes through the fog again. Okay, well, where's Officer Miller? Because I agree we should tell her about the wig. However, I don't think we tell them about demons and ghosts and stuff. Because, like, have you ever watched a movie? Yeah. <laughs> They're not going to believe us. They're not going to believe anything we have to say. She may believe Cliff. He was cleaning her boots pretty good over there. <laughs> you want to bring the... You want to bring the wig over, Cliff? I, I'm not touching that thing, dude. It's a, it, there's a perfectly the good stick. We're ignoring <laughs> the necklace again. Push the button. Okay, I thought gonna, we were gonna wait. Here, give me, give me the necklace. <laughs> okay, again. here, here. Well, are we opening it here? Are we opening it? Okay. 
<laughs> Kelly. I think, yeah, Phaedra's gonna That's leave. That's three feet you. back. <laughs> I'm gonna what? Giving you uh, a wide berth. Go ahead. Where's that Tommy kid? Let's get him over here. <laughs> Tommy! Tommy. If, if Tommy were here, he'd have to tell all the grown-ups about it because Oh, well, good point. You can see Tommy being interviewed on TV <laughs> right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just the same clip over and over again of the four words he had. So, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to press this button. Kelly pulls out her notebook. I'm going to watch you press this button. Okay, everybody watch because... Yeah. If it's demons, uh, like, I'm going to close it real quick if that happens. <laughs> I'm, I'm running the other way. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna... certain that's how gates or portals to hell work. Absolutely. Totally. Totally. <laughs> the point oh, is always to close them. <laughs> I've seen Ghostbusters. Okay. Let's, uh, I'm going to push this button. The top pops open, and what you have in your hands is an old-fashioned compass. This is one of the the, uh, the style that has little semi-circular uh, pieces of uh, brass on hinges that you can actually fold up and turn around uh, to really calibrate where you are, where the sun is, and the direction you're supposed to go. I think Chance and Cliff can roll brains on this one because they've given an indication that they might know something more about this. I think with a target of seven. Yep, no. I got a three. Just looks like nerd stuff to me. I got this, 18. Okay. Oh. Uh, Remember when you fail a roll to mark down an adversity token. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so this is a specialty navigation device, man, and it's old, clearly. Yeah. Now that you know that it's a compass, now that it's open, and you can see some of the designs on the inside, this triggers something in your mind, Cliff, about where you might have seen this before. In the cemetery, there is a headstone on this pretty ornate pirate uh, headstone. Looking at this compass and the shape that it is, you're pretty sure that it fits into an indentation. Are you uh, kidding me? Near that headstone, on that headstone. Seriously, again, guys, like, what are the odds? Here, in this moment, right now, with whatever this thing is I'm holding in, the, in a tomb and a graveyard that we live next to, that Strawberry Blumbeard is buried in. Come on. Uh, <laughs> help me write the song! Quick, quick, what's the song name, though? We're already in the band, dude. Oh. Pi- Pirate Compass? <laughs> no, that's too... What it, what is it? It's gonna be pirates. Gray it's gonna be directions to, to your grave. Yeah, it's exactly. <laughs> directions. Parlay on your parlay on your grave. That's it. Parlay okay, on got your it. grave. Dude. Parlay on your grave. She underlines it three times. That's it. You scur you scurvy knave. I know what's <laughs> working. A lot of great song titles. But, so, but since I, I, would, I would imagine Cliff has spent a fair amount of time checking out the various headstones in, the, in there and just like, oh, Mason, eh, Mason, blah, 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 <laughs> same, same thing, Jones, Jones, Jones. So he knows where this is, right? Yeah, this is a, this is a place that kids sometimes go to hang out. You know what, guys? We're going to go there and not drink beer and smoke cigarettes. We are going to go by the Rite Aid on our way in and get a little disposable camera for our band photo. Next to the pirate's grave. Ooh, the 110. <laughs> Is that going to go on the flyers? On our band flyers? Click. It can go yeah. in your zine. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> we only have to wait, what, three or four days for it to come back from the, from the lab. Kelly's probably excited. She's probably made, like, like mathlete posters and, like... Oh, I bet team photos and whatnot all glue all glue stick together and glitter yes. and whatnot and then oh. and then photocopied so it looks like ass totally. yep <laughs> so guys this thing what what are you telling well, us that there's know, a, a i'm just saying i'll just tell them what what we what we know it looks like a key to this old headstone in the cemetery i've thrown up next to that thing several times i know where it is is it like, okay, but so look. I always I, look at the baby ones, and it's between the, the two, like, ones that died. Yeah, yeah. Cholera is a bitch. But here, uh, 
I gotta, I gotta, is, I gotta. This is yours, dude. I know you're going to the big crab hut tonight, but here, yeah. this, is, this is yours. So we gotta do it quick. Well, let's do it. We're going now? Let's go. Right we got there? bikes. Yeah. Um, I'll give you a, a tow or whatever. Who can okay. I ride behind? Who's got the Schwinn seat? The big banana seat. Or or handlebars or whatever. We can do that. We may, we may work. And who's taking the wig to the cop? Ugh. I mean, don't we want them to try to find the lady who stole our papers? Oh, and are we bringing the wig with us? <laughs> oh, then you're going to be there all night. And you know, maybe be... we better do the wig now while everybody's here, though, because the lady with the papers is around here somewhere with different <laughs> hair now. And they're looking for the wrong wig. And we, we told them the, the wrong color. We know where the oh, heavens, think of the children. Can we just go? Kelly, Fine. hurry, go. Do okay, it. Just, just... I I I pick the wig back up with the stick. Do I see Officer Miller anywhere? Just bean her with it and run. <laughs> if you don't see you don't see her right away, oh, but as you if you want to, you can walk back towards all the commotion and look for her. Kelly, maybe you and I should go with the wig and take it to Officer Miller. I I hate to leave the guys. Uh, we, the guys have to go run a right aid errand or drugstore errand anyway, right? So right? Meet true, them you get the, the you yeah. The All right. Exactly. Phaedra and I will handle the wig. You boys get the supplies. Okay. Now we're now we're cooking with gas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna get some now and later's too, if anyone. You guys you good with apples? Yeah. Like the yeah, yeah dude. Oh, oh, it's going to be down in McKinnon's, huh? They only have diet jolt. That stuff is like, oh, I'm fat as a house and I still want to stay wired. What's the damn point? Uh, we can skip ahead. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> you have successfully grabbed some supplies. <laughs> um, and you guys have successfully given Officer Miller the wig on a stick while she's trying to talk to four other parents who are very angry about something. So she, it's unclear if she understands exactly what you're telling her, but she takes the stick with the wig on it. One of the parents is very mad. But, but she trusts me and she knows, uh, like, all I, I say really fast to her, like, I know you're busy, and but this is, we found this over by the school, right over there, but we've got to go, and then we run. Okay, she she kind of looks at you. She's this this member of the PTA is yelling about something, and Officer Miller looks down at you, and kind of nods, without actually speaking to you, and then looks back to the person, and then looks back at the wig really fast, and you're already run away. So she's like, <laughs> "What did they give me?" Um, so she has no idea, but she she understands. <laughs> She understands that it came from you, so who knows? Maybe something will happen later. Yeah. <laughs> CJ, what do you call Grandma? What name do you call her? Graham. Graham? Mm hmm Graham was there moments after you and Lumber Ghost got out of the school. <laughs> uh, the <laughs> alarm... Lumber Ghost. <laughs> yeah. We've yeah. already got the name. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the fire alarm had been going off for a little while. You guys got out there. Fire trucks were already on the scene. Uh, police were on the scene. They had been pushing students off into the far away parking lot. And parents were lining up along the road, freaking out, trying to find their kids. Sure. And it was chaos. But, uh, but Graham found you right away. <laughs> With her Graham senses, because yes. that's what grandmothers do. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So I'm imagining I'm trying to be as cool as a early teenager can possibly be about being called away by his grandmother in front of a school full of kids. I'm, yeah. I am shame. <laughs> Did you think to bring your backpack? when you guys were running around? Did, did you pack that up and carry it with you? Um, what is my, let's, let, me, let me make a roll. Uh, let me, I'm gonna make a brains roll to see if I remembered. Okay. Now my brains is D8, so I roll a D8, right? Yes. Uh, and uh, I don't know what I've gotta get. So the target here would be a four. All right. I rolled a six, so yes. 
Yes, I did somehow manage. It's that it's that uh, uber responsible kid who I need this to do my paper route kind of thing. You know, yeah. it's that I'm, I've got to take it with me. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So you've got that over your shoulder. Uh, you helped to steer Principal Brump outside and she is sort of coming to uh, Graham had already found Julie. Uh, so Julie is sort of trailing behind when Graham just knocks her way through the police officers asking her to stand back. Right. Uh, and it's like, CJ, let's go. Let's get, we've got to go. So I kind of shoot Chance a look. I'm not, I'm walking towards grandmother. <laughs> I'm walking towards Graham. Uh, <laughs> because when she says this, you come to Graham. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I'm, I'm looking at Chance, kind of giving him the shrug, you know, the see you later kind of teenager kind of non-committal shrug, yeah. you know, that says, we'll catch up. And then I, you know, uh, walk casually at first and then speeding up the closer I get. So, you know, I'm trying to look cool in front of my friends or whatever, but the closest I get, I mean, she's safety as far as I'm concerned. So I'm moving towards her because I'm kind of freaked out about this whole thing. Yeah, absolutely. She, uh, she, she plows right ahead through the, the crowd of parents, gets to the station wagon. Uh, you sit in the front, you sit in the back? Where do you sit? Uh, I sit in the front seat normally, but uh, since Julie was there first, Julie's already in the front, probably sticking her tongue out at me. And like, I, I try the door and it's locked because she's, you know, my bratty kid sister. And so mm-hmm. I open the back because it's no use fighting. <laughs> Yeah, just kind of whatever, and I get the bag. What grade is Julie in? Uh, Julie is, um, well, I think she was uh, between five and six years younger than me. She was. It was just after she was born. Right. So if I'm in seventh grade. Is that where I'm in? Yeah, because thirteen, eighth grade. Yeah, eight. <laughs> yeah, I think eight. So she's six years younger than me. So she's six grades before me. Yeah. <laughs> Second, Second or third grade. Yeah. Second works. Yeah. Yeah. She's pretty excited. Um, Cause the second grade is actually pretty near the entrance to the school. So right when the alarm went out, her whole class was out there first <laughs> and having yeah. a fun time running around trees and things Sisters. in the fog. Yeah. So grandma, Graham gets in the car and she's kind of, she's pretty stoic. She is not happy about any of this. She can get this way where uh, sometimes you can feel the temperature in the room change and see that her, her mind is going somewhere else. And maybe there's always a little question of like, did I do something? Did I do, yeah. did I do this? What is, uh, but she's very quiet and she's very stern. She, she pulls away because other cars are flying towards the school, trying to find kids and stuff. It takes her a minute. But she's kind of shaking her head a little. Finally, she says, um, CJ, if the fire alarm rings, you just get out of the building. Julie was saying that you you guys are close enough to get out. You didn't leave the building right away when the fire alarm was going off? Mrs. Brump was in there principal brump was in the in the, right outside the room we had to make sure she was out we had to we had to make sure she was taken care of graham those windows you should she takes a breath listen hey Can't... when i was little graham mr rogers told me to look for the helpers and i was just trying to be a helper you can't help everyone but if we you... could have helped mrs brump if you, you think about when we get on the steamship and go over to the mainland Mm-hmm. One of the things that they always say over the speakers, if there's an emergency, put the life vest on yourself first before you help someone else. Because if you can't help yourself, if you're not ready to help, then you can't help anyone. Think about that. You could have opened a window. You could have jumped out a window. You could have flagged someone down and said, we need help over here. If your friends say, hey, let's go run through a burning building, you don't have to say that's a good idea and follow them. At this point, CJ has accepted that what he needs to do is shut up and nod, and so he shuts up and nods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she could see him in the rear mirror. He's sitting closest or closer to the center, so she can see him nod. She has a little bit more to say, but it's along those lines, and she keeps stopping herself. She keeps trying to like pull it back in. I think she kind of realizes that maybe 
This isn't the correct reaction, but it's the reaction she has. Uh, roll charm. <laughs> oh, oh! I'm pretty good at charm, um, which means I'm gonna blow it. <laughs> target of target of four. Uh, I've got a D10. I got a six. Yeah. <laughs> I, I suppose I'm properly penitent. Yes, you are. <laughs> I, I'm. I'm sorry. We we shouldn't have tried to save Miss Brump. We should have left her to the fire. No, don't leave her to the fire. Just get someone. Get an adult. Just grab an adult, then and they can come help. You don't have to try to help everyone. And I just shut up and nod. Yeah. And she has a big exhale. She's like, "Good. Just, I need you to be safe. I need you to be safe. Just think. You can always ask someone else. You can always ask for help." You don't have to try to do everything yourself. Instead of going directly home, she does pull over at the, the A&P because there's like a brief grocery list, a couple of things. Mm-hmm. So it's a, quick, it's a quick little walk through. She's got some flour, some milk, some salt. When she gets up to the register, uh, the, the cashier gives her the amount. She looks in her purse a minute, thinks, it's like, well, we can, get, we can get milk at the end of the week. Julie, go put the milk back. We don't need to I, make it. I reach in my pocket and pull out the rest of my money. That's my money. And, and I just kind of push it towards her hand under the counter. Well, you're still going off of your charm roll. So she's not personally offended <laughs> at that. But uh, yeah, she's, she's kind of quiet for the rest of the, the ride home. So she'll be able to make biscuits with dinner with milk instead of water. I like biscuits. Yeah. <laughs> Love me some biscuits. Yeah. All right. So when you get home, Julie, you've got your chores. Um, CJ can go up back to the garden. Just grab whatever vegetables you think that we should have for dinner tonight. Uh, take the, the garden basket. And grandma has been spending years turning the entire backyard into a massive garden. <laughs> okay. Uh, so she has, there was a moment maybe six years ago <laughs> where she realized that she was going to have to find mm. multiple ways to get food. <laughs> yeah. Uh, since the income was low. So and she, she's my grandma. She lived through victory gardens in world war two. Oh yeah. Cause we're in the eighties, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so she knows, she knows what she's about. Yeah. Uh, like a lot of the, it's winter still, it's winter season, but a lot of the winter vegetables are still, are still pretty solid under the, uh, the cold frame uh, gardens. So those are these, um, uh, these small wooden rectangular boxes. They're pretty massive. People put them on the ground up in New England. You make the, the lids out of scavenged window frames. So uh, the light comes in, but they stay warm enough. So it's your pick of kale, spinach, turnips, beets, and broccoli. Well, I'm weird. My CJ actually likes broccoli. Julie doesn't, but CJ really likes broccoli, especially the way Graham makes it. There makes it. So uh, he grabs turnips and broccoli because those are his favorite two. From the way Graham makes them, he's pretty indifferent to everything but the broccoli. He really likes the broccoli, but he hates kale <laughs> with a passion. <laughs> and so, you know, but he keeps it in his head. Maybe he could talk her into planting some, I don't know, winter squash or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know, but it's, it's the, uh, it's the broccoli and the, and the turnips he goes for. So you have a, a, some, some quiet time in the backyard. Is there anything that you're reflecting on about what happened? Oh, sure. Absolutely. I'm, uh, as I'm picking it, uh, stuff up, I'm, I'm going over, I'm, I'm thinking about Miss Crenshaw and the questions she asked us. And, and then I'm also, I'm, I'm kind of, pivoting between that and i've got a band i'm in a band there's a band it's like a whole band and we may even have this place to rehearse that's not you know that that's i mean apparently phaedra's got this awesome uh, murder sawmill that we can (laughs) rehearse at you know what i mean and and so i'm like you know and we've got a name it's not just that we have a, a band, but we have a, we're lumber ghost and we're going to rehearse at a murder sawmill and there's a witch and she tried to kill our principal. She did kill our teacher. And, and, um, and, and um, just 
going, you know, nuts and we've got to rehearse. We've only got 10 days. We have 10 days and we have to rehearse. How much can we rehearse before then? And are we going to be able to rehearse? And are they even going to still have this, this battle of the bands? Of course, they're going to have a battle of the bands. It's a battle of the bands. You don't announce a battle of the bands and not have a battle of the bands. That's just going to happen. What's going to be so new? We need to rehearse. And so I got to get these vegetables. Oh my God, I didn't get the vegetables. And so now I start picking the vegetables a little faster. And I'm like, I, you know, because Graham's, you know, I'm, she's going to be mad that she wanted me to get the vegetables. So I'm starting to pick turnips and I'm not even thinking about it. I'm grabbing leeks. I'm grabbing kale. I'm grabbing just everything because I'm still sitting here thinking about Miss Crenshaw because I keep going back to Ms. Crenshaw and she wanted to know about and, and I knew that I was BSing about this kind of BSing about this cave I kept calling it uh, Scott's mom mm -hmm. <laughs> you know or whatever Mater Scotia and she was I don't know if she was eating it up or not but the parts that she was you know that she seemed most interested in were the parts that were actual local legend and not the Mater Scotia thing and now I'm starting to worry what exactly I mean, she's kind of saying she was a, like a literal witch and then I realized that I pulled everything up out of the garden all of it yeah yeah and you stand there staring at uh these uh, these uh empty empty areas <laughs> uh some some raw dirt and uh roots or, or that at least out maybe... of one of the boxes i've completely yeah. emptied one of the boxes yeah maybe oh. not all of them but one of the boxes what's so what's gone like what's the vegetable that's all gone now uh there's no more this is it the, the broccoli is gone uh most of the turnips are gone there's kale in there. I have no idea why there's kale in there. Yeah. <laughs> but most of the turnips, some kale, and all of the broccoli is, is in the basket now. Yeah. It takes you a moment to sort of stare at it, trying to understand exactly what that means. Uh, kitchen window opens up, and Graham yells out, CJ. She's not angry. CJ. Yeah, Graham. Someone's at the door. I, my hands are my hands are full of flour. Can you come in and answer the door? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yes, ma'am. And I just kind of rush in and set the uh, through the back door, and I set the basket on the table without saying anything, and just move through uh, all the way to the front door. Uh, and just out of habit, I, I open the little. There's a little lace curtain that you can kind of see through, but not really. Mm -hmm. um, but there's a window on the front door. So I look at, just kind of push the edge open on the window to see who it is. It's Susie. So, Susie. yeah. You, and you know this, that Susie is probably the, your, the classmate that lives closest to you. Mm -hmm. This is kind of an area that has not been as developed as some of the other areas. There's some older houses, maybe some starter homes in this area. And uh, when her family moved to the island maybe about about eight years ago or so uh this was one of the areas they could afford okay so i uh i open the door yeah yeah i didn't unlock the chain so i open the door and the chain's there because it's kind of mysterious when you do that mm -hmm. <laughs> you know because it's what you do she so she gives you a look like that's weird why did you not it's me uh she doesn't say a whole lot, but she definitely gives you like a weird, like, oh yeah, you're just going to keep the door locked like that. Oh. All right. All right. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> and I shut the door in her yeah. face yeah. and I unlock it. And then I open it back up. Yeah. Jay is not suave with the ladies yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the guys. He's not suave really with anybody. Yeah. <laughs> He's better with adults than kids. <laughs> yeah. So behind her in, in your driveway is her bike. Uh, and on her bike, and you've seen it this this way uh, a number of times, on the back she has some hooks that hold a tackle box and a pail, and she's got some tubes on the side that hold fishing rods, mm -hmm. which reminds you right away that her parents work in the fishing industry. Um, and that thing that um, Jeff sort of made fun of her for a little bit, sometimes she does smell like her parents work in the fishing industry. Um, mm -hmm. But she said, it's my turn to get the fish. You want to come with me? Because the two of you have gone fishing before. Oh, man. My bike is at the, my bike's at the school. Can you? No, Cliff took it. Cliff took Cliff? the bike. Yeah. You took my bike? She shrugs. Yeah. He... Well, then I guess my, my bike's at Cliff's. Hold, hold, can, can you hold on a second? I leave the door open and I just mm -hmm. walk back in 
without I, I don't even you know I don't wait for an answer I hold on a second and I turn yeah. around and walk back and I scream Graham Susie's here can I go fishing before dinner that's great bring back some fish of course you know unless you know we don't of course <laughs> <laughs> and I turn around and I head out the door and I just shut the door behind me I'm like all right you're gonna have to give me a ride over to Cliff's house you still got the pegs on your bike yeah, I've got the handlebars you sit on the handlebars Sure. All right. I'll sit on the handlebars. The Lumber Ghost Mysteries features Jason Adair as Chance, Mars Homeworld as Cliff, Mikey Mason as CJ, Mary Stack as Kelly, Kirsten Vaughn as Phaedra, and I am Jonah Knight. The Lumber Ghost Mysteries is based on the game Kids on Bikes. Kids on Bikes was written by Jonathan Gilmore and Doug Lewandowski, co-published by Hunter's Entertainment and Renegade Game Studios. Find out more about the game at renegadegamestudios.com. Original art for the Lumber Ghost Mysteries by Mikey Mason. Additional art used courtesy of Hunter's Entertainment. Our theme song was written by Jonah Knight and Mars Homeworld. Additional music composed by Mars Homeworld. The Lumber Ghost Mysteries is produced by ActualStoryPodcasting.com. Find out more about this show and others that we produce by visiting ActualStoryPodcasting.com.